Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. It's been a while since the uh, Guaranteed Income uh, Project, the pilot project, has uh, been in place here in Hamilton and Thunder Bay. And uh, a little later on, it started uh, in Lindsay, Ontario, near Peterborough. Uh, how's it going? I mean, they're tracking this. We know that. And uh, this is, by definition, a pilot project, which means they need to gather some information as to whether or not they can make this a full-time program. Uh, to get some insight into what's going on right now, we want to welcome Laura Kateri to the program. She is the chair of the Social Policy Working Group for the Hamilton Roundtable for Poverty Reduction. Uh, Laura, thank you so much for the time. It's great to have you on the program again. Good to talk to you again, Bill. Well, let's, let's talk a little bit about the project and, and what has gone on. I know that there was some consternation uh, when this was initiated, even when it was announced by the, the provincial government, about how effective this was going to be. Uh, I, now, I know this is going to go on for quite some time, but I mean, with the data that you've collected so far, give me your read on what you see is happening. Well, we don't have the official data. Uh, the evaluators are on board, and they're doing their um, first sets of surveys uh, coming in, um, basically baseline readings. But what we have heard um, are actually stories from people in Hamilton, local communities. And the overwhelming response already is that they're less stressed. And quite frankly, no surprise (laughs) that, you know, having enough money to pay for food and rent um, makes you more comfortable and able to participate. What's interesting about this, and, and I know that you and Tom Cooper and others that were involved in this and were advocating for this, uh, have been in studio here, and we've talked about uh, what we wanted to see out of this. And, and what I'm, I'm glad to see is when the province is doing the tracking on this, and by the way, part of that's being done right here at McMaster University. They're one of the agencies that's, that's working on this and collecting the data and going to analyze this at some point. Uh, is they're not just looking at, say, okay, uh, Laura's making more money now, so she's had, that's good, that's part of that. But they're also tracking other things like health, uh, like well-being, uh, crime statistics. In other words, they, they, we understand now that poverty and, and, and you know, some of the side elements of poverty are very, very contributory to some of the other problems that we're facing in community. And uh, the feeling was that if they can address that with this program, that it's going to alleviate some of those other concerns. And, uh, and, and I'm going to be really interested to see what, what those numbers look like. And it's a little premature, I guess, to, to speculate on this, but uh, what you're hearing so far sounds pretty positive. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, it is only a three-year pilot. So some of the long-term changes that would come with this, we, we won't be able to see. But some of them are already starting to take shape. Um, We've started a bit of a speaker's bureau for basic income uh, participants, and one of our members, Wendy, uh, has been couch surfing, basically homeless for two years. Um, She was on Ontario Works but not receiving shelter benefit. So it meant she was getting approximately $300 a month, and... While that was enough to contribute towards food and some transportation costs, it wasn't enough to secure an apartment with. And so she has been chronically homeless for two years. Now that she's on the basic income pilot, there is enough money to save, hopefully in the next few weeks, to be able to find an apartment, put first and last down, and start getting on with her life again. And to me, that's huge. 
we, we talk about homelessness all the time, but we don't realize there, there are no resources available to someone that just wants to say, you know what, I want to get into an apartment, help me. It's interesting in her case, uh, somebody who was a, a couch surfer, I think it was the phrase you used, uh, because oftentimes those people aren't even tracked. and they're, they're, not, they're not statistically represented when we talk about things like homelessness because they're kind of going from house to house. Uh, so you know, oftentimes they don't get counted, but it's, it's, it's a growing number, I know, especially with youth uh, homelessness uh, where this happens. And, and obviously in this case, this lady who's in a situation like that. And boy, I guess it's virtually impossible to try to pull yourself out of that without some sort of financial assistance. Oh, absolutely. And what's really interesting with that, um, most couch surfers are actually females. So most of our statistics on homelessness are based on men's experiences. Uh, women do tend to what we call couch surf, um, you know, stay at a friend's home and literally sleep on their sofa. Um, so, yes, it, I think it can help a huge um, portion of that population move forward. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.